Alright guys, much long overdue. Today's episode will focus on my experience in my orthopedic surgery rotation. Stay tuned to hear what it's really like in the OR as a PA student and my thoughts on the rotation and the end of rotation exam. Here we go. All right, guys, so as promised, today is all about my experience on my orthopedic surgery rotation. It was my third rotation, so I started off with research, then had outpatient psych, and then orthopedic surgery. It counted towards my general surgery rotation, so I did take the general surgery EOR, that being the end of rotation exam. Uh, A little bit, it was a little tricky because, of course, the schedule was better than it would have been if I were at general surgery at the local university hospital where we're at. They have a pretty brutal schedule. It's like report time, I think, is between 4 and 5 a.m. And you stay, you know, I think 12 hours and it's uh, about five shifts plus a half day on the weekend so pretty brutal thankfully my schedule was I was only Monday through Friday we were in the OR Tuesdays and Thursdays sometimes it would be a half day of surgery if there weren't a lot of cases and then we would go to clinic or vice versa clinic and then surgery sometimes it would be the full day if there were enough cases And I was usually done each day by, I'd say, 4, 5 o'clock p.m. And we started, I think the earliest we started was 6 a.m. on ortho, on the surgery days. The other days in clinic, we started mm, usually around 8 o'clock. We had at least an hour for lunch, sometimes longer if we finished early. So I really enjoyed the schedule of this rotation. But it was a little as I said, a a little tricky studying for the EOR because all the stuff I was learning in clinic was all related to orthopedics, you know, a lot of joint replacements, a lot of arthritis, rotator cuff injuries, and things of that nature, whereas the general surgery exam, 50% of the exam is GI stuff, so gastrointestinal things, which I saw nothing of (laughs) during my rotation. So it was a little difficult studying material that I wasn't seeing in real life and trying, you know, I couldn't apply that as the way I could have if I were on a general surgery rotation, actually in general surgery, right? But... Needless to say, I still wouldn't have changed it. I I definitely feel like I lucked out by getting to do orthopedics as my general surgery. And honestly, it's something that can benefit you a lot, especially if you're going to go into primary care, urgent care, ER, stuff like that. You're going to see a lot of ortho. So it was nice to get more experience with ortho because in PA school, I think you just have one ortho class and it goes by really, really fast. So I definitely, orthopedics and surgery, right, were, believe it or not, two of my poorest skilled areas, I would say. So definitely 
benefited me to go on this rotation and to improve my skills in those areas, which I felt like I did. I still don't feel like I'm that great at either of those. I definitely still don't feel like I want to go into either of those specialties, but I did improve and that's what it's all about. I learned a lot. I now feel fairly confident in myself when it comes to identifying, you know, osteoarthritis, rotator cuff injuries, how to do a physical exam on patients of that nature, letting them know all of their options for their treatment, all the way from conservative measures, all the way to definitive, you know, surgical treatment options as well. And how to read the x-rays, you know, and be able to see that, um, that joint space narrowing with arthritis, whereas before I felt somewhat clueless, still (laughs) more clueless than not with x-rays, but, and especially with MRIs and things of that nature, but it was nice to get more of that hands-on experience. And especially in the clinic that I was in, they allowed me to be hands-on. We would, it was me, the orthopedic surgeon, and then his PA, who just happened to be a year younger than me so I felt very comfortable comfortable around her and we would all essentially tag team with the patients we'd pick up a patient chart and if they thought you know it wasn't something too complicated more often than not I could just pick up a chart and go see the patient myself and then of course they come back in the room afterwards and just you know make sure everything was correct and see the patient themselves but it was nice to be able to get more comfortable with patients of that sort and to get hands-on they allowed me to do the intra-articular injections so I gave a lot of knee injections they were ultrasound guided so that was really interesting and fun too to actually utilize the ultrasound machine and see the needle going in and see actually you know where you are in real time as you're giving the steroid injection or the um the lubricant injections into the knee that was really really fun to do hands-on I I definitely enjoyed the shoulder rotate the can't talk today sorry guys the shoulder injections because those are easier you don't have to utilize the ultrasound and they're pretty simple once you start getting more used to them and I felt very much more confident in myself with those. I'd be like, yeah, I can go give the injection. And of course, my preceptors watched me. So, you know, just in case liability wise, but it was really great because as you may or may not know, I'm always self-conscious when it comes to procedural things. I don't consider myself a naturally inclined procedural provider, (laughs) but it was nice to, to see myself in a new light and to feel a little more confident at least in the realm of intra-articular injections and to actually find out that I enjoyed that so I never thought that I would enjoy something procedural because I hadn't really (laughs) up until then because I'm very hard on myself and overthink things and of course those are not very enjoyable if you're going to be in that mindset right but with these with the practice feeling more confident and seeing that I was doing a good job made me feel better and boosted my confidence exponentially. So I'm very happy with the way things turned out. 
at the end of the rotation. There were some times, I'm not going to lie, where I felt very self-conscious, especially because orthopedics is a lot of anatomy. Anatomy was my absolute worst subject in didactic year and still is. So I definitely could have brushed up more on that, but went into it knowing that that was my Achilles heel, so to speak, and definitely got pimped out. Luckily, I got most of them correct, the questions that were asked, but not going to lie, there was a time or two where I looked absolutely clueless, I'm sure, to my preceptor, but he was nice about it in the end. He told me I did a good job. He could tell I was really trying, and that meant everything to me to hear that. So very happy with how everything ended up. It was a crazy experience to finally go into the OR. I have only ever been before shadowing back in the day when I shadowed a podiatrist. So to actually formally scrub in and put on all of your gear, you know, when you have to wear your lead (coughs) cover-ups when they do utilize x-ray during a lot of those joint replacement surgeries, that was a learning experience in itself. And just being able to see the atmosphere of the operating room, all of the people in there. We usually had our circulating nurse. We had a the orthopedic surgeon. Depending on the case, there would even be a second orthopedic surgeon and they would work together. And then you had the PA. Then you had me. You also had the first assist nurse, I think is their proper title. You had the the person who's in charge of all the tools or the tech tools I don't even know the exact terminology forgive me for that and then you had the rep who is not scrubbed in but they know every piece of equipment and they know what you need for each joint replacement and they're the ones who sell the product and they're the ones who troubleshoot when something comes awry with the product and stuff like that it was very interesting to see all of that and then of course you have the x-ray tech if x-ray is utilized in the case so a lot of people in there a lot going on at once of course the anesthesiologist too behind the curtain so it was nice to (coughs) see how everyone functions together to get each case done and Some people are more friendly than others. It's a very hostile environment at some times. (laughs) Just going to be honest about that. Uh, There were some days where I dreaded having to go in. (laughs) It was very intimidating. And some people who I guess don't understand that you're a student. You're just there to learn. You're not trying to take anyone's job. (laughs) You just want to help out and not get in the way, or at least that's how I felt. Just let me be helpful, but also not get in the way, and definitely out of my element. Definitely embarrassed myself at least five times, you know, <laughs> but learned a little bit more each each shift, so by the end of it, felt a little more confident, and at least was able to get over my fear of the OR and scrubbing in and everything of that nature. Advice I would give to a PA student going into the OR for the first time is to make sure you're getting there early enough that you can ask whoever's in charge of getting the equipment ready, like the gloves and the gowns, ask them if they have enough for you or if they would like you to grab them yourself. And if so, if they could kindly show you where that locker is or wherever 
those supplies are kept. That way you can make sure yours are there and that way you're being more helpful. Make sure you write your name on the board, the whiteboard, or give your name to the circulating nurse, first and last name. That way they can have it for their documentation that they have to do of all the people who are in the room. And just ask them if there's anything else that you can help out with. And it seemed like when I did that, people were more receptive to me. They realized like, okay, I'm trying to help. I'm, I don't have an ego. I'm not here to step on anyone's toes. I'm just here to be a student and learn and help. And like I said, not get in the way. So <clears throat> that would be my biggest advice. And it was really fun. I'm glad that I got to, I think surgery in itself is very interesting. I think that it was amazing to see firsthand how a PA and a physician or a surgeon, you know, work together so well on the cases. It's like, I feel like once you're in the OR for so long, people have this almost supernatural ability to read each other's minds. It's like they knew what the surgeon needed at the next step. He doesn't even have to say anything. They can like mumble a word and then someone across the room hears them and is ready to do whatever they said which I thought was incredible, <laughs> but I'm sure it comes with a lot of experience and getting to know the surgeon and the other members of the team. And myself, I did get to help. So of course, a lot of <clears throat> positioning the limb. We did a, a lot of total knee replacements or partial knee replacements, did some tendon repairs, did a lot of rotator cuff repairs and things of that sort. So as a PA student, a lot of my role was to help position the extremity, to just assist really with anything, to help with the retractor, of course, help with suctioning, cauterizing, to help, you know, when they would cut out pieces of the bone or other body parts, <laughs> so to speak, get those, keep the area kind of clean, help with the tools if I could. And the best part I think would be when the case was kind of wrapping up and the surgeon would go to the next room, we had two rooms that we would use. So we'd finish in one room, they'd open up, get the next room ready, and we'd just go back and forth all day. And depending on how many cases we had, I think the least amount of cases was maybe three, and the most was, I think, eight or so. So some days were busy, busier than others. Another tip there would be to stock up on your NSAIDs and your Tylenol because your feet will hurt, your knees will hurt, your back will hurt. At least mine did, <laughs> and excruciatingly so. So get some good shoes or some good inserts. I regret not doing that beforehand, definitely, because it's very painful. You cannot lean on anything because you're sterile. You can't sit down. At least in ROR, we didn't have that option. And I was very, very tired. My body hated me at the end of those days. But... Yeah, I think at the end of each case, the best part was the physician would kind of go on, get ready for the next room, and the his PA and I, we would close up the patient. So she would do the suturing, and it was nice. She taught me a lot. I got to practice on those surgical internal sutures and things of that nature, and then the ones that they really let me do was like and a rotator cuff repair, those were my my thing it became. So that was all me. I would just go. Some of them were just simple interrupted. Some of them were the sports stitch, uh, which was nice because I had never 
done a sports stitch before so the PA taught me how to do it and then I felt very comfortable doing that along with some simple interruption interrupted just depending on how large the the area was that needed to be sutured and that was my first time suturing on real human skin I had only ever done it before on simulated skin so it was really nice to be able to get that get that down and especially on a patient who you know is unconscious so I don't have to worry about them judging me on how their sutures look or you know moving on me or getting scared or you know being paranoid because I'm a student so that I think that was a great introduction into the world of suturing on humans (laughs) so definitely you will get some hands-on experience in the OR when it comes to the actual end of rotation exam, like I said, that's going to be your general surgery. That one, in my honest opinion, was the hardest that I've taken so far. Of course, I've only taken three, so I've taken psych, um, general surgery, and internal medicine. I think that the reason why general surgery exam is so difficult is because it is just... I felt very specific or very in the weeds, quote unquote, whereas other ones are more straightforward, superficial, particularly the internal medicine exam. I think that for surgery, you really have to study and you really have to know all of the intricate details almost and just get good at identifying, you know, based off of the patient presentation identifying okay what condition it might be how do you treat it how do you diagnose it you have to know each step and if you can know each step know the symptoms know the diagnoses know uh, know the conditions know the treatment plans for each one then you will be okay but it definitely is a lot and depending on your rotation if you are in general surgery you don't have a lot of time to study because your schedule is so daunting but thankfully I think they take that into consideration and when it comes to scoring I think you don't have to score as high for the national average on that one so even though it was the most difficult exam I made the best score on that of all my EORs so it just goes to say You could be like me thinking, I thought I was barely going to pass. And then I ended up making, I think it equates to like a high A on it. So very shocking there. But I'm thankful that it was in that way instead of the other way around. So it's definitely doable. But I would say you definitely need to put in your work on that one because it will be a very challenging exam. And that being said, even though you feel like you're going to fail or not do very well chances are you still will pass and be be okay in the end so yeah that's (laughs) the end of rotation exam and I think that overall this was a good rotation for me it was very intimidating more, more times than not but as I say you grow the most when you step outside of your comfort zone and for me this rotation was entirely out of my comfort zone in more ways than not so a lot of growth was made and I'm happy that I did it I'm happy that I was placed there in the end I think everything happens for a reason and each time I'm placed at 
a different rotation and location. I know that I'm there for a reason and I'm going to learn and just soak it all up. And even though I going into this and even now do not see myself in orthopedics or in a surgical specialty, I'm still thankful for this experience and know that it will ultimately make me a better provider in whichever specialty I end up in. But I am happy that it was able to solidify that I don't want to be an orthopedic PA or a surgical PA. And that's okay because there are people who do and that is great for them. And there are people who don't. And I'm thankful that we all don't want to be the same thing because that would not be good for job outlook. (laughs) So at the end of the day, uh, if I were hired, had to rate it right now, psych would still be my number one. I love psych. I can see myself in psych. I'm very naturally inclined to do better in that specialty versus one like this. But I'm also open to seeing how my other rotations go and seeing how the job opportunities and everything look when I graduate in a little less than a year now. Crazy to say. I will be graduating in less than a year. Never thought I would say that, but I'm sure this year will fly by. I'm currently on my winter break now, so that's why I'm able to update you guys finally. Things have calmed down, so we get a four-week winter break. It's our biggest break of the year, and it's very exciting to just have some time off, to rest and recharge, spend time with family, and do things outside of rotations and studying for end of rotation exams it's almost a little strange having so much free time i'm not used to it i don't know what to do with myself but definitely thankful for it nonetheless so hopefully you guys found this episode helpful and now you kind of know a little bit what to expect if you find yourself on an orthopedic rotation or surgical rotation of course don't hesitate to reach out to me i'm always responsive on Instagram. You can find me at PA underscore Liera. That's my first name backwards. So PA underscore L-E-I-R-A. And don't hesitate to reach out if you have any questions, just anything at all. I love hearing from y'all. It makes my day, honestly. And if you're enjoying the podcast, please, please, please remember to just take two seconds out of your day, honestly, like a minute out of your day, and leave a review five-star reviews are always appreciated and help people find the show better on apple Podcasts. so that would mean the world to me if you could do that let me know what you're enjoying about the show or future topics you want me to cover i've got some coming up my next episode will be about my internal medicine rotation let you guys know how that went as well as the tips for how to do well on your internal medicine rotation and how the EOR is and everything of that nature, of course. And if you're looking for your discount codes, remember uh, you can find them on my link tree on my Instagram or just use the code PA underscore Liera. So PA underscore L-E-I-R-A for discount off of anything on the PA platform for your My PA Box subscription. If you're currently looking to apply to PA school, that's very, very helpful. for your Picmonic membership that has helped me immensely at remembering random facts and factoids from even didactic that my friends are like my classmates are like how do you remember that I'm like Picmonic guys I was trying to tell you don't want to listen to me (laughs) but definitely love love me some Picmonic so 
that code can get you a discount off there as well. And if you're just looking for some cute medical themed gear, some PA gear, of course, my girl Liv at Med by Liv got your discount there too for some money off of your order, some 10% off there as well. I'll, if I'm missing any of my other discounts, there are some in the works right now or some that may have slipped my mind. Just go to my link tree uh, URL. It's in the in my bio on my Instagram and I'll try to drop it in the show notes as well. So hope you all have a very great holidays and if you're waiting to hear back from PA schools, I hope that you get the news that you're wanting at the school that you're wanting to go to. If you need any advice, like I said, don't hesitate to reach out. And if you're in PA school right now, keep grinding. Winter break is here or almost here. You can do it. You've got this. Just take it a day at a time. It may seem impossible. Many things seem impossible until it is done. And trust me, you can do it. You're in PA school for a reason. Don't doubt yourself. Just keep showing up. Keep trying your best. And it'll all work out, I promise. All right, guys. Until next time, I'm Ariel. And this is Becoming a PA Physician Assistant. See you next time.